This is a Counterspin Media presentation. Now you must know, things are very wrong right now. The William Bissett Report. Hello and welcome. I'm William from the Brylin Functional Medicine Centre and the purpose of this video is I'm interviewing uh, Simon. Simon is on his uh, cancer journey at the moment and the big question is, is how will the new proposed therapeutics and products bill affect him? And in fact, if this bill was passed before his cancer journey roughly eight months ago, would he still be here today? That's an important question. Thank you very much, Simon, uh, for coming in and speaking with me. I recall the first time you come in, you, you had a treatment. Now, you've got esophagus cancer, and I'll let you explain that, but you had a treatment, and you claimed that you, there was quite a significant pain reduction, and you're able to swallow better. After the second treatment, you sort of indicated you went sort of more from soups to eating steak. And it seems uh, over the last sort of six to eight months that we've seen you, you're actually doing pretty well. So what are your thoughts about this therapeutics products? But would you, if that was past six to eight months ago, uh, how would that affect your journey so far? This month is the, is the month when, according to the advice I had from the oncology department, that I'll be carted off in a wooden box. Um, and so I feel at the present time the collation of all the supplementations, the work that I've done through you, uh, and where I've got to has been of great help. Uh, at the vitamin C clinic that I've been to, I've had eight week courses at 500 mils twice a week, Tuesday and Thursday. Fortunately, in my journalism days, I'd, I'd read a lot about um, alternative complementary things that you could do to support conventional cancer treatment. And this is why I ended up in the Brylin Clinic, having read up to my surprise that your uh, wherewithal and technology here is invaluable. And how I came across the uh, Biotron Light that you've got here, uh, the Swiss certified one, which is used in hospitals around the world. Uh, my first introduction to the Brylin Clinic was lying down flat with the lights all shining on my tumor. Um, and I went home and had my lunch, which was consisted of steak at that time, tiny little portions, and then I found I could swallow much better after this treatment, so I had a larger portion, and it went down much better than the day before. So there was only one thing I could put that down to, and that was through the Biotron Swiss-made light product that you've got at, Brian, at the Bryland Clinic. And we also put on top there as well, we had like a localised hypothermia uh, type type technology as well. So there's, there's a couple of technologies that we put on there. Yes. Mm. So <clears throat> with the marriage between what good comes out of the Brylin Clinic, and I depend upon it enormously, and the supplementation uh, is very important. I can go a little bit further on uh, supplementation. There is a village in the Himalayas where, where the Hunzas live, and they have an average lay age of well over 100. In fact, some of them, uh, the villagers are playing soccer at 100 years old. Why? Well, the, the lifestyle is one thing. It's vastly different to the Western white uh, lifestyle. Uh, but the other thing is the glacial milk they drink, the, 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 the water that comes down from the mountains. And if you hold that up to the light, you can see sediment at the bottom of the glass, which is minerals. And then they get the minerals from their water, but in actual fact, they get the minerals twice because they irrigate their crops with it as well. Mm. Um, and so I, I feel there's uh, a great 
um, message from the Dr. Linings, uh, Paulings of this world, a wonderful man, lived into his 90s. Uh, his famous quote, every sickness, every ailment, every disease can be traced back to a mineral deficiency. It is so true, but it's got left behind with um, orthodox medicine and buried. And you can't really blame the medical establishment either because the problem that uh, exists today is that there's not much by way of peer-reviewed studies with supplements. There's a, been a lot with vitamin C. Some of it's been sponsored by drug companies with deliberately lower amounts of, um, in terms of the dosages, so that the end result is not going to come out all that favorably. Um, but there has been some excellent results, and there are some wonderful people, nutritionists about, who can help in that regard with the choice of vitamin vitamins that you should have with the various health conditions. Uh, so I think that supplementation is, is so vital and it really is worrying to me to see that they've even got on the list some of the things you can buy naturally off the shelf. Um, the products are quite diverse. You go to your doctor and you ask them, well, should I be taking vitamin C? And then my doctor, to my amazement, was very honest with me. He said, well, Simon, I've only ever had two lectures on nutrition at med school. Uh, so for those who are seeking advice, they would do well to, to look around. And there's some wonderful nutritionists about in New Zealand. Frances Pitsillis springs to mind in Auckland. She's often on the radio waves. She'll talk to you about all kinds of product in the supplement range that can help. If this is vulnerable to a bill being passed in Parliament, it is of severe concern to me, and I hope that your listeners will rally around and fill out the forms at government before, I think it's uh, March the 15th, am I correct with that, William? I think it might be March the 5th now, but okay. we'll have the details in the description. Yeah. So uh, what message do you want to give the government? You know, considering your journey and what you've done, if that was taken away from you, what message do you have from the government? Well, I hope that the government is seeking advice from nutritionists and not necessarily from doctors who are not qualified to really comment on it because the qualifications in the medical paternity are quite diverse. There are doctors out there with, with properly qualified nutritional background as well as the orthodox background. They would be the right ones to talk to. But equally, I would think they should be talking to professional specialists and nutritionists uh, to get advice before they form any opinion on the public's behalf in New Zealand and I hope there is an outcry on it if, if nothing takes place but when you have some of the turkeys that are up there making judgments on our behalf it worries me that um, they'll get bulldozed over it with, uh, with all sorts of um, medical uh, opinion coming from different angles which may or may not have some accuracy to it. The bill is when you start reading the bill it's like it's all for your safety. Uh, mm. All these, all these uh, restrictions are all for your safety. Um, of the five days a week that you come to Brylin, um, uh, are we compromising your health? Are, are we snake oil salespeople? Certainly not. I mean, you've got so many diverse avenues here, including your scan facilities, your food advice, uh, that you, you can put people directly in touch with where they need to be in touch, uh, where they may before be blissfully unaware that they could do certain things like that. The technology I happen to have read about extensively uh, in books uh, that you've got here, um, 
is extremely helpful and uh, plays a leading role in, or has done, in getting my health as fit as it is today. If that was passed six to eight months ago, uh, how would that affect your journey so far? I would be alarmed. It is uh, an apprehension to me because I've grown up with a supplementation. Uh, my father was a very successful farmer, in fact a Nuffield scholar, and one of the first things he always used to look out for is stock health. And I remember him telling me uh, one day, see that you in the paddock out there? It needs some selenium. It could stand up, it would stagger and fall down again. So I went out and gave the U uh, a shot of selenium, and within an hour, it was out munching grass again. <clears throat> so since that period, I have shown an active interest through my publishing and reporting days uh, to interview various people in the sector, in particular Dr. Cliff McCruther, who was a well-known veterinary surgeon in West Melton, uh, who used to get a lot of their stock well uh, with selenium and supplementations and the importance of it. There's a great shortage of it in the New Zealand soils. It is uh, uh, anti-cancer and uh, it is very good as a supplement uh, which I take daily. You can't take much of it, uh, but the average daily allowance here is 150 mcgs per day. In America it's about 200, but with my cancer I take twice that. 150 in the morning, 150 mcgs in the evening. And so do you think that if the Therapeutics Products Bill um, uh, prevented you from having selenium, that would be a problem? Well, uh, it certainly would because uh, the lack of selenium in New Zealand is well known. In fact, to prove the point, and I was actually somewhat cynical about it, I sent a hair clipping up to the Hills Laboratory in Hamilton to have my selenium count measured in my body, and to my dismay, out of three levels, low, medium and high, I was registering below low. Uh, in terms of the selenium count in my body, which alerted to me I must supplement. Uh, it also caused me to interview a local farmer in uh, Ashburton who grew a lot of wheat. What was he doing to get selenium back into the soil because it's missing in the soil? And he said, well, Motifax, Simon, I've just been interviewing some of the farmers locally. We had a meeting about it especially, and I got shot down in flames because the cost of putting the selenium into the drill mechanism with the fertilizer it was cost prohibitive. So the farming community turned that down because of costs. So uh, I supplement for that reason. Uh, and I have a lot of other supplements here, which I can't talk to you about, but you can see vitamin D3 is another vital one. This is my um, selenium count one there. Um, I take daily uh, and I depend upon them enormously. And in fact, I can go as far as saying that the great Dr. Linus Pauling couldn't be more correct. Every sickness, every ailment, every disease can be traced back to a mineral deficiency. And he's a two-time, he was a two-time Nobel laureate, studied vitamin C all of his life, uh, found that you could reverse uh, heart disease with vitamin C with a correct measurement. Average daily allowance for him was 3,000 mcgs of that. Who gets that these days? Uh, and uh, uh, all of that adds up over time. There's no doubt that uh, previous bills have diluted a lot of supplements, like you know, every doctor knows that mm. we need a, a minimum of, of 
five to 10,000 international units of vitamin D3 a day, but in New Zealand here, they don't allow any more than 1,000 per day. Well, I take 10,000. Right. And I have to Excellent. get it sent in. There, and that would be a minimum, I, I would believe, uh, yeah. for you. So it's not just the supplements, you know, uh, how else would you be impacted? Uh, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit about your condition, only if you want to. You know, well, it's interesting. It's a word of warning for those who uh, have acid reflux. Now, I was blissfully unaware of how dangerous acid reflux is. I would just naturally turn for a quickies, uh, go down to the supermarket, come back, and it would sort the problem out. But the real uh, way of dealing with that is with probably, it should have been with Lozac, uh, which I got wind of and uh, prescribed uh, for that off and on. But I was not ever told by GPs, and I had several of them during my lifetime, that I needed to stay on that type of product to keep that at bay. So my cancer has been caused, according to my oncologist, by uh, acid reflux. And that's a sensation of your digestive use coming up to your throat. Well, sometimes when you're sleeping at night, it'll congregate in your throat. So where I've got my cancer is where it has been congregating over the years. And uh, so the next thing I found is I went off to my doctor to get a prescription because I was off to Australia to see family. And as I was walking out the door, I said, by the way, doc, um, I'm having a bit of trouble swallowing. Can you help me? And he said, uh, yes. He said, let's have a look. I can't see anything. He said, you probably need an endoscope. And that was of June of last year when uh, they did an, an endoscope on me and discovered the throat cancer there. And during that, I had a remarkable meeting with a mother and daughter who was on a trial drug in America uh, called AVM 0703 in Seattle, which is on uh, stage two clinical trials in America. And they had obtained that under uh, compassionate grounds and have been using it for the daughter for the past six months, very successfully for her kidney cancer. And her kidney uh, cancer has, I believe, contracted by 30% since she's been on it. So it is actually doing a good job. When I interviewed her, uh, the mother, I discovered that she had come from Melbourne and had a very critical role in the COVID management. At very high levels, she was mixing with uh, very scientists and a number of other uh, very important medical people. And one of the scientists mentioned this um, drug that I'm now on uh, that is helping me enormously, AVMO 703 from Seattle. It's called AVM Biotechnology. They're on phase two FDA clinical trials with this drug and having some wonderful results. What it does, it's an old 60s drug, which they've removed all the derivatives around it um, to make the drug stronger. So it activates your stem cells and they then go out as killer cancer cells and hunt them down and start killing them. And I was getting these burning sensations about 24 hours later in my chest and in my throat and I qu queried them about it and they said, well, that is a good sign. That is a sign of your cancer dying. Uh, while I'm at it, we make perfectly clear that we don't take any credit for your journey. Uh, you've done all that yourself. Mm. We don't cure cancer here at the Bryland Clinic. No. Um, and people heal their own bodies. And what you've done is you've done a lot of due diligence, you've done a lot of research. Uh, everything that you've done is because mm. you've had personal conviction about mm. what you should have done. And, and that, I think, it tops everything if you've got personal conviction. And indeed, to remain positive, which is, is very important. 
But this drug that I'm on um, has gone through official channels. Now, the interesting thing is, what does my oncologist say about this? Well, of course, my oncology department didn't know anything much at all about this drug. So how can they go out and advise anybody about it? They can't, because it's in a peer-reviewed status, uh, and, and to support the medical paternity, there's no way they can turn around and actually advocate it for anyone, even though it's at stage two trials in America. So I heard in the grapevine that this was doing a lot of good. And then I got even more interested in this company because who was supporting it? And largely, it's clinicians. Mm. And they have a good gut re a feel about things um, generally. So I thought it's the worst that's likely to happen is that nothing will happen, but it's worth trying. So I'd chemoed myself out um, with a drug, by the way, that had no more than a 5% to 10% success rate. So that's what I was up against as the main choice of my throat cancer. With an intravenous feed uh, every three weeks, followed by oral drugs for the three weeks leading up to the next intravenous feed. They upped the ante on me on the second week, uh, which was fine. I got into the third week and then I started to fold. <laughs> I got physically quite drained. Um, I wasn't keeping my food down uh, and I became seriously dehydrated. So that's when I was carted off to Christchurch Hospital where it took nine days for me to pull myself out of a patch after being on a 24-hour drip to get me right again. But they were absolutely wonderful in there and I had the good fortune of meeting an oncologist there who hadn't had as much work about on Sunday and spent at least an hour with me going through issues which they sometimes don't look like talking about, like vitamin C. And I said, I'm looking out the window there to the Otago Medical University Christchurch where there is a brilliant woman there and her name, Professor Margaret Visses, has done such wonderful work on vitamin C, even enough to go up and talk about it to Parliament. Um, to the health uh, side uh, and again she came back uh, in sort of I think I believe a, a muted mode because there's not much they could do about all this wonderful research she has done reversing cancers in some cases with vitamin C high dose vitamin C not all cancers but some cancers well to get this admission from the oncologist was a little bit difficult but he opened up a little bit and said that he'd had staff across there to talk to Professor Visses and he admitted that uh, vitamin C had played quite an important role. Intravenous vitamin C is, has been proven to work really really well and that's of course is now in jeopardy if this bill passes. It pulled me out of my patch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, literally, uh, immediately, as some people take six months to recover from chemo, yeah. I was up and w walking around the park within two, two three weeks. Yeah. So it, it served a wonderful role in that respect. Mm. And I think what the good thing here and what everyone needs to know is that you chose these things. You know, you, you chose your research um, and you didn't have a government to choose for you. Well, that's true, but medicine um, is full of professional jealousy. Supplementation is in the same 
similar sort of game. Everyone likes preserving their patch, and they've tr- they're trained into it, and so they are naturally protective to it. So there's nothing wrong with that. But at the end of the day, it's a matter of thinking outside the square, which I've what I've tried to do, to complement all of the wonderful work that mainstream does do and does it very productively. I can think of uh, uh, antibiotics. What a wonderful penicillin, for goodness sake, a magic bullet. Um, what about smallpox? A tremendous breakthrough in smallpox with vaccines. So uh, there's some great success stories attached to it. And so I'm a believer of across the board complementary alternative medicine and the government should be behind it in every respect because there's nothing better than preventative medicine. Go back to those hundreds. They don't have a chemist shop down the road. How do they live to a hundred for? With with careful management and um, protective management for their food intake and what they drink. They're fortunate to have it all on their back doorstep. Before we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to say to conclude? To thank you and your team at Brylin, particularly for the wise words that you've given to me leading up to where I've got. Um, I'm very happy coming to here, even while I'm taking this American drug, which has turned me around substantially. Um, I still see the need of the importance to be here, even enough to buy one of your products from you, the the, the uh, Brylin um, Biotron Hyperlite, the Swiss one, which is remarkable. I train that on my tumours each night, and in the morning I go down, in the evening I go down to my chest, and it's just sitting by my bed. Wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Pretty much um, everybody I've had with, you know, uh, and by the way, we're, we're not making any claims here, but. Uh, everybody we've had with esophagus or throat cancer and I do like a 10 minute treatment there's always a noticeable difference in being able to swallow because it's it's an anti-inflammatory device and also you know what we know about cancer now is that cancer thrives in a low voltage cell and so anything energetic uh, will recharge the cell even going out and earthing in the sun with your bare bare foot recharges your cells having a positive mindset uh, increases the vibration which recharges the mitochondria in your cells. So mm. we can do a lot of simple things for free uh, that, can, that can help uh, oh, us on our journey to better health. Indeed, and this is what people will reap from you when they come to see you. Um, there are so many avenues that, you, that you've pointed out on the health. It gets confusing. And most people say, oh, we'll go down and see what the doctor's got to say. It's the first port of call. And in fact, a lot of people hang on what doctors say, but they shouldn't. They should use their doctor for what they can get and know what is going to be good for them and then basically know their health conditions. But if there's a problem outside, uh, then they shouldn't be at all frightened to uh, seek advice from professionals. There's plenty about. Some wonderful nutritionists about who really know their stuff and can get you well as well. Uh, so I, I see it as a, um, a, a way of collating health, the way I've approached it, all of the expertise married together uh, to, um, to assist in one's own lifestyle. I've had a straight run to here because of my supplementation. You mentioned inflammation. Well, uh, turmeric is another thing I take, uh, and I take high doses of it uh, because it's anti-inflammatory. Uh, quercetin is another product that I take also allergy wise and and asthma that I have from time to time. Uh, It's great for that. Uh, Each supplement's had a different role of selenium I've mentioned, but you can get it out of Brazil nuts or almonds uh, if you don't want to take uh, selenium 
supplementation. But for those who are having food these days, I worry because you go to the supermarket, I don't know whether it's been hydroponically grown, uh, what minerals are in there. If you go down to uh, Marshlands Road, perhaps to buy uh, some organic food, what guarantees do you have that the food has got, that vegetable has got the mineral content that you want because the soil's been turned over? There is a guarantee for buying organic food. You would hope that it's got no chemical spray on it. Mm which is carcinogenic. Well, thank you very much, Simon. I really appreciate um, right. your, your, your time with us. And uh, uh, we'll have all the links in the description below. And if you've got any questions, please uh, ask and leave us a comment and share this video. Thank you very much for watching.